We are back on the football card quest in the heat of the offseason with a ton of uh, 2022 select auctions going down tonight on eBay. I've got some incredible numbers to share with you guys around 2022 select and optics auctions, buy it nows, sold listings. We're going to comp field level silvers. We're going to find out what Ryan has been pulling from his 2022 select hobby boxes. This is from Box Ripper to Card Flipper. We're going to be reviewing Ryan's store and also check in on everybody that's supposed to be on the 100 card listing challenge on eBay. I'm going to give you my update, Ryan's update. Plus, we're going to look at some of the best Quest Trailblazers eBay stores tonight on the stream. Let's dig in. Ryan, what is going on? <laughs> What's shaking with the bacon? So, man, I I I've been hearing that uh, you've been ripping some more select, and you may have been uh, ripping so much product you may not have gotten too many cards listed on eBay. Who me? Yeah, you, man. Yeah. You, man. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah, so. I was all gung-ho at the last show. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to knock this thing out. I had the whole plan out. Um, we had a Monday off for – there was a holiday within those two weeks. And I was like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wake up real early, like at 8.30, drop the kids off at daycare. I'm going to use that whole day and just, like, post all these cards up. And it didn't happen. I opened a bunch of cards, but I didn't post nothing. So – but I'm ready to do it for this. Now, now I've got everything ready. I'm set. I got one touches locked and loaded. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to see if anyone else was able to put anything up there for sure. I wanted to see if uh, if anyone got some extra stuff up. Yeah, we're going to check in on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 different uh, eBay stores by the end of this live stream to see how their numbers have changed from a week or no way. It's been two weeks from two weeks ago to today. Uh, un unlike you, I haven't been ripping so many cards, although I did do a mail day. Uh, over the weekend where I did rip a box of 2020 Chronicles that was absolutely loaded. So you guys should go check out that video. Uh, but I just, I, I have not, I've been terrible about it myself, man. That's the thing. Like it's so much fun to hunt deals and buy cards and find, and, and find the snipes on eBay, but then to yeah, take the time to list them and, you know, uh, and, and get everything uh, listed on eBay is is the hard part. I would say like making that sale is nice. Like when you when you get that sale and you know you've got two to three x sometimes more profit in the car. That feels really good, Ryan. For sure. I I was watching you know your shows and, and keeping up with you, and that's kind of how I was like, man. There's no way that he has uh, been putting up a bunch of cards because he's doing. He's doing so many shows where he's buying cards that he's can't how's that having time to put cards up <laughs> yeah that's the uh the, the content creators dilemma the football card content creators dilemma but i know chad's crushing it out there this episode sponsored by the nfc south <laughs> you're good chad hey I, yeah. I would like to talk before we, we sign off tonight. I want to find out what Desmond Ritters you've been pulling. Obviously, I know you've been ripping a lot of 2022 Select. We're excited to see, uh, potentially see, but definitely hear about what you've ripped out of 2022 Select, if you ripped any more Optic. I've got some really interesting numbers to share with you guys. Um, and I also want to 
uh, just do a little bit of a thought exercise by, by the end around the Atlanta Falcons. Some recent uh, research that I've done. It's pretty interesting, man. I, I might be changing my opinion on them uh, a little bit. Oh, are you changing your but, opinion on them or on Ritter? Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> right now, it's just the Falcons as a whole. Um, Ryan Childress says, bro, didn't do his, his HW, his homework. Didn't do Check it. Check that out. Dog ate it. Dog ate it. Chad just passed 200. Uh, okay, Chad, that's pretty good. He was at 126 two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago. So that's that's really good. That's 74 items in so Chad, uh, just under two weeks. It's solid, man. Did you use? Do you use a lot? Utilize that uh, that system? What was it called? The uh, where you can like post, what is it? I think we 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 t we, we highlighted in the end of last episode. Yeah. Uh, it was called Chronos, I think. Like, Chronos card, uh, yeah. I wonder yeah, if Chronos cards utilize that because I looked into it, and uh, but I didn't get to try out the software. So I was wondering if anyone else tried out and if they liked it or not. Yeah, but I have not tried it out, but that was a very cool cool software. I will say it was it was pretty cool, especially if you have a lot of base cards, like you know base cards. Maybe it's like '90s junk wax, '80s. Uh, just because, you know, it's more about the grade hunting when it comes to those older cards. But anyways, I digress. I want to say hi to Michael Ham, fishing and sports card hobbyist. Can't wait to get to a, a local card show. And then also just uh, want to plug that we are going to the National at the end of July. So look forward to seeing him there and everybody else that goes to that. Um, Ryan, before yep. you show us what you pulled from Select, I want to I want to share with you some numbers about mm. 2022 select compared to 2022 optic. I'm just separating these for us to be able to show you. That's what I'm doing. But go ahead. My screen here. All right. So I've got some auctions that are ending right now. I also want to talk about like kind of what your hit rates have been. Um, you can see that uh, you know there's it's it's actually it's it's pretty interesting. So in total, I'm going to pull up the sold listings here. Of the 2022 select, I got an XRC uh, story. Football. I do have an XRC story. Awesome! I love XRC stories. I am fascinated. I don't know by if you like them. <laughs> uh, the the fact that their their redemptions this year yeah uh, stinks. So I'd love to get your take on that. I know a lot of people are you know having difficulty swallowing that pill. Uh, well, and that's unfortunate. So from ripping, I ripped three hobby boxes of, of optic and two select hobby boxes. And the select was definitely a tougher pull than the optic, it seemed. The scene, I'm like looking right now, I kind of everything I ripped between the two. Now I did have an extra box in there. And I did do some some uh, some blasters on the optic too because they were available out there, but it seemed like there was just a little, just a slight tick up in what you're pulling out of optic versus select. Select seemed like it'd be a tough, you know, a tough thing to a tough card to kind of to get those really really you know high high uh, liquidity cards, if you will. Um, okay. But but it, but both of them are so fun to rip for sure. I I so yeah. Whenever I do these, I, I, I space it out because I, I enjoy ripping them so much. And so I'll get a box 
and I'll actually buy like I'll try to find a couple of, like optic blasters to go with the select hobby and then maybe some some uh, prism blasters and then maybe like a mosaic like hanger pack and I'll actually build my own little break if you will and then uh and then go through and just I open them and I'll it'll take me I don't open a box like in one sitting I'll open it over like a week really yeah because I just enjoy it and it's like so I'll pull out like you know there's I'll pull out six packs it's like these are the ones I'm doing tonight and I'll add like a like a blaster or two with it and that's what I'll do and sit and kind of do that together and I'll like watch one of your shows or uh one of the other shows something like that and do it while I'm while I'm checking that out so it makes it kind of fun that way Oh, that's it? interesting. Yeah, it kind of kind of savor that savor that uh, that rip. <laughs> I think Nathan is that what he's saying. Me too. He, I don't know if he's saying that he likes to do it like that as well, or kind of slow down, or if he's saying it's somebody else. But yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So so Man, I do want to share some that. numbers with you around 2022 select listings. Uh, right now, right now, the we're looking at sold select listings. But if you were talking live select listings, 2022 select, there's a 114,000 select football listings, and that's subtracting the breaks. Um, if you go in your search bar when you're hunting for select, you type minus break, minus whatever you want to minus out of the search results, and you will get no more breaks in those search results. So. Right now, 114 live listings. That's compared to Optic having 104,000 listings. So there's about a 10,000 dip uh, card difference in the active listings. And why that's important is because Optic's been out for a few weeks longer. And when mm -hmm. you see or when you hear, I'm going to pull this this on the screen so you can actually see this as well. I'll try and I'll try and blow it up, but. Um, yeah, so when you when you actually go on to eBay and look for optic, it should have because it's had so so many more sold listings and it has been out a few more weeks that you would think it has more active listings right now as well, but it in fact does not. Now, 2022 but it's close. 2022 Prism is an outlier because there's so many cards that are title prism or prism in the description or prism oh, somewhere yeah. in in the listing that we're getting like crazy numbers when you look at 2022 prism 346,000 so I can't really uh really use that as a gauge when I type in 2022 contenders 63,364 active listings now what I find very interesting Ryan is the difference between auctions and buy it nows active auctions and active buy it nows for select there's only 17,799 active auctions compared to almost 100,000 active buy it nows right now. Like and the then for problem. Optic, for Optic, there's 80,000 buy it nows and 24,000 auctions. Huh. And, th and that was all active live numbers. So the trend shows that there's more, um, that there's more, um, Buy it now is in there's auctions, right? Oh yeah, there, there's four times it, as many buy it nows uh, because I, I think that just goes back to people not really knowing how to master the auctions, when's the best time, but also wanting to go ahead and get those cards listed. 
you know, and when you that's why it's so important when you sell in a buy it now, you want to price it to when you want to sell it, right? Because if you want to sell it now, then you've got to price it at or below what the current uh, other cards are that are identical to yours are at. And if you want to sell it in the future, that's when there becomes a little bit more speculation, a little bit more guesstimation, a little bit more math to try and place yourself in a prime spot to sell it September. Maybe you're you're okay with holding till January. You're going for Super Bowl or bust kind of thing, and you're going for a, a really big uh, return on, on whatever the card may be. So it's like, and then also understanding how rare is your card, uh, which could drive a higher price and has fewer comps. So those are factors, but ultimately you're seeing a lot more people setting their own price in a buy it now than in auctions uh, right now, which makes sense from a consignment standpoint because a lot of consigners are probably not getting as many football cards right now and they're not listing as many because we're in the heart of the offseason as well. Yeah, so during the regular season, do you see that there is more auctions that are that that's going on versus uh versus the, does it even up the numbers more or do you see um there's still a lot of buy it nows during the season? No. Uh, there's still a lot of buy it nows, but there's way more auctions. Like you can look at some of the massive uh, co-signers like um, DC Sports 87. And I, I think I remember oh, like tonight, for example, um, if you want to do an advanced search, you could click on advanced and come down here and you go so, show sellers uh, down the advanced search and only show items from specific sellers include and we can do uh dc sports dc sports 87 and we can do a search that way and then we could find their their store uh go to their store because they're a massive consignment house and look at the auctions ending soon let's see what they've got ending soon During the during the season, they would have like some absurd, like five thousand auctions ending on a on a Monday night, uh, and it was all football. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of different stuff: basketball, soccer, tennis. You know, a bunch of different stuff. Where during the football season, a lot of basketball in here. During the football season, it will be a ton of of football now you can still see they have a ton of auctions ending monday night so if you are looking to snipe some auctions i definitely want to uh, look at dc sports 87 on a monday night because that's when they'll have the most volume closing but yeah look at all this it's like it's like i don't know i i, I wish we had a little bit better um I wish the store had a little bit better of a like a filtering category so I could look at just football. They're probably putting up so many that it's hard to they're putting up a lot of cards that in a in a clip. Like, there we go. Okay. So I just typed in football in their search bar. That took me to this screen, which is way better when you're looking at a a seller's page than the than the other screen where it's like now we have the same criteria on the left that we have from the normal search and 
all I did was type in football in the search bar after going to their store and it brought me back to this view, which is really nice. So you can see there, there's quite a few uh, football cards ending tonight as well. It's just yeah, maybe Monday night might be their bigger nights, maybe. Oh yeah. 100%. Uh, I think they typically focus on, uh, well, there's a nice trail on Burks is super cheap right now. They, they typically focus on, um, didn't mean to zoom out. Uh, they typically focus on like Monday to Monday type listings and they'll, when they come in on Monday, they just, they'll, they'll list a ton of cards, a ton of cards that are all ending a week from, uh, from tonight. So, but you can see it's not, it's not That's crazy. Pretty. Like we could, I was trying to see what that Purdy's going for right now. The Purdy? Yeah, they're they're they're, they're kind of coming down there because that was like a, a ten or something like that. Oh, here, okay, here's the prison, ten bucks. There was a ten bucks currently. There was a graded one just a second ago. I was just seeing what it was at thirty-one, which I was like, ah, oh, okay, right there. Oh, okay, mosaic. And yeah, one hour left. Thirty-one hours. I mean, that seems like a low compared to what it was maybe a year ago. Or, when, you know. when, yeah, when when select first came out, or not select, um, when mosaic first came out, I mean, that was what around Christmas time when mosaic came out, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's actually a, a good value right now. The recent auctions have ended for 39, 45, even 53, 50, 55. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it that's card easily a six looks like on average a 60 65 dollar card so i mean it's pretty low pop still still getting graded results back so you've got oh you got a lot of upside in this card that ends in an hour so it just goes to show you that monday night like i don't think you have as much sell like buyer activity compared to the volume of auctions that they put out it's even higher during the season yeah I can imagine that. So right now it's it's favorable for buyers to target auctions, to buy buy cards in auctions um, in most cases. But with the quantity of buy it nows that they're that I'm finding for select and optic, it's gonna be advantageous for both. I'm sure you're gonna find deals in the buy it nows too, because there's just so much volume. If people want to sell the cards now. They've got to list it at or below the, the current comps, right, to, to get any traction in that eBay algorithm. Uh, because when, now I'm going to move to the sold numbers, Ryan. So yeah, for so, Optic, yeah, go ahead. Like, I was, like when I was looking at that, so when I've been thinking about, my, about doing stuff in, in, in the eBay store that will be up, and when I post these 100 in the next two weeks, I, you know, I'm anxious to try to, to get some in auction. But at the same time, I'm like, there's no way I can do that right now because you really need to build the store's credibility up, I guess you'd say, where people know that, you know, you can have good, I think, feedback, but then they that they keep coming back and saying, oh, they do, he's got good product. Is that just a one time thing? Because I put up some, you know, some um, downtowns and they went pretty, you know, pretty quickly. And then I'm like, but I got to keep that. I think I made a mistake by not keeping things fresh in there because it will people might watch and then they might not stop stop coming back and checking it out if, I, if it's not being updated, you know, keeping fresh product in there. So that's kind of like where I came in and I was like, man, I at least need to try to put something in there 
maybe a couple times, you know, maybe two or three cards every day or something along that lines to kind of keep fresh stuff coming in there to keep coming, come, people coming back to see what's in there. 100%. It's from everybody I've talked to uh, in our discord over at patreon.com slash football cards. There's some guys, I think it may be Mr. T or Tony's cards. There's some guys that I've been talking to that have been listing at least one card a day. And the e- eBay algorithm really likes that. It's kind of like on, it's just like a social media platform. Honestly, if I were to make a video every day on YouTube, mm-hmm. they would they would push me up in the in the algorithm to to being more relevant on people's homepages and and being recommended to people that aren't currently subscribed, but they watch you know other sports car channels and stuff like that. So. When people are going on eBay and they're looking for sports cards and they see that you're active, you're actively uh, listing cards on a daily basis or a regular basis and you've got good feedback and you're making sales. I think that they they have a sophisticated enough system to kind of push you up in the search results based based on that. So that's going to be a good takeaway for me on this one, because even if I was able to list all that hundred in there in that one day, it would it would probably be more advantageous to list uh, a few cars each day but maybe pick a time each day like in the evening whatever and just throw in those few cars that i have to keep that that algorithm whatever the algorithm algorithm yeah that's, hmm. that's close enough keep it going <laughs> yeah for sure i think that's the way to go you know it does take like a gargantuan effort at first you know because once you're in the mode of taking the pictures and getting those listings going and comping like it's like grease in the groove right so it's like once you get in the mode of listing a dozen cards it's like all right i'm going to get the hang of this i'm I'm starting to get more efficient now i can cut my time down to you know four minutes a card and then you know some some sometimes you got stacks like you know i've got this stack of jalen hurts rated rookies if i were to list those you know it'd be easy to list a bunch of uh, cards at once with the templates and you know you kind of want to grease that groove and get a bunch done at once but then if you do that you will say you list for four hours and then don't list for weeks like i am at right now then you know you you don't get as much traction i don't get as much traction on my ebay store um when i don't list regularly when i list regularly i'm always getting messages i'm getting traction whether it's on the very low end cards whether it's on some of my higher end cards so i definitely think it makes an impact uh, as an ebay seller to list more regularly they're they're incentivizing people to uh utilize their platform more regularly in, in terms of listing cards that brings up a good point. Thanks, Chad, for the uh, how to say algorithms. I appreciate that. Um, but that brings up a good point um, that I had questions around because we all know you want to, you know, list cards that um, players that are hot and that are trending up and, you know, your rookies and whatnot. But when you're pulling these cards, you get a lot of, of cards from players that are not necessarily, you know, like the hot rookie, if you will. Like, for instance, uh, like Aaron Donald, like here's a, here's a here's an awesome Aaron Donald card. Uh, it's one of cool card. It's one of twenty five. And, but you know, it's like I was like I read I was like ah, oh, it's not a rookie. I don't know how how this would how how will this do? But I guess you know there's a there's a collector for everybody in there. 
And you know, one hundred percent. Aaron Donald's a Hall of Famer. Now he's got a ring. I mean, he's one of the best uh, D linemen of all time. And, and so, and he's still relevant because he's still actually playing. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he, looking yeah, back, he may have wanted to retire before last year. But you know, uh, it looks like he's going to give it another run now that the guys are healthy. Even though the defense is just absolutely decimated, he's really the only guy left there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a Hall of Famer. Aaron Donald's got a big market. I mean, that's a card you can list any time. That's a card you can sell year-round. Yeah, so, I mean, so, but then, like, I guess, you you, you, you know, a lot of times when you get your signed stuff or whatever, it's not necessarily going to be, like, like, I'm like, okay, these are, these some of them are really awesome, the, what, what was pulled, uh, but then it's like, I guess you post them because I guess, like you said, there's going to be a, a seller for everyone. Then it's like trying to find how much you sell them for and stuff like that. So like, it's easy to find pricing for, for the, the rookies and whatnot, but what do you, what do you try to buy, do a buy now and try to get a, uh, the, you know, there's, oh, there's one, see that, that one's up of 75 and it's sold for $2. Yeah. Then this one I hear right. has to, is 25. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you got one out of 25. You've also got multiple colors in your patch. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, so your card obviously looks better. I mean, it's hard to compare it to this because of, of, of this being a veteran card, right? It really is going to take that out of 25. I think you could sell it somewhere closer to this one. That's out of seven. Um, so somewhere around that $20 mark, right? This one out of seven sold for 29 this one out of 75 sold for just a couple bucks. You do have a couple colors in there. It's tough to say, but uh, like here's one, the gold sparks out of 10 that sold for 36. So yeah, this just confirms to me that yours would sell for somewhere around 20 to 25 bucks. Okay. 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 Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, and then with that, you get a lot of second years and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of it can be daunting for sure, but you just got to kind of start doing it and hammer it out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, because I'll tell you, the product's selling really hot right now, and I want to give you an idea of where it's headed. So right now, 2022 select solds already uh, to date 31,400 sold select items. That's excluding breaks. No breaks included in that number. Compared to 2022 optics sold, Ryan, 82,164 optic have sold in the past 90 days. The product hasn't been out that long. It's only been out for a few weeks. That's why I love comparing the optic to the select. Plus, it doesn't have prism in the title, so I can exclude the hundreds of thousands of listings that people have prism somewhere in the title, the description, somewhere that, that it pulls in. And so optic uh, doubled it? So my thought that is over the next couple weeks, this number for select should increase to that of optic, especially when you look at the number of listings. So I think we can expect approximately another 50,000 select cards to sell in the next couple of weeks. Now, to your point, you said this earlier, the base select is not as popular as the base optic, right? Because it doesn't have the rated rookie logo. Uh, I made a mistake of saying that the, Concourse wasn't in this year based on an article that I read on card lines, which I'm not going to use their website again. 
but, because clearly the, the the concourse is in there, as you can see right here, um, and it actually looks pretty decent this year. But this concourse is nowhere near the same liquidity or popularity of an optic hollow. This is a, a slight concourse silver sold for ninety nine cents. Let's go find Taekwon Thorns. It's not going to be a lot more, but I guarantee you it's going to be a little bit more than a dollar. And uh, across the board, like as you get to more premium players, right, that's going to exponentially increase the, the difference between a base Concourse Silver. Like I saw Desmond Ritter base Concourse Silver sell for $20. Well, what is a base Optic uh, Hollow Desmond Ritter sell for? Optic Hollow, yeah. I'm going to guess that it's somewhere around $50. Let's see if we can find one. Okay, here's one. It's $20. Doesn't have any bids yet. So not, not well, necessarily proving my point. <laughs> yeah. This may... This may, this may prove this may prove a different different point. <laughs> okay, you know, here's one that sold for 27, 20. So it's about the same. Maybe maybe it's maybe a touch more, maybe a touch less. There's a the jury is uh, still out, and that's that is for sure with, with Ritter. And you see that across well, the board. Okay, here's one that's 34. So this is the other thing I was thinking. Well, Select has been out now for close to a month. So is the new product effect now wearing off? Whereas you have Select that's brand new, and the Optics numbers, like the sold numbers, it's been out a month, and Select has just come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You still have like another 50,000 Select cards to sell to even catch up to Optics. So at this point, the supply differences are pretty big in terms of the sold items. So um, I just I think it's uh, interesting to kind of go back to when Optic was first released. You can see now we're back to June 2nd. Now we're seeing the $50, the $36 transaction. So it's also important to look, look at the, the length that a product has been out, you know, because there's differences for when a product, the first two weeks it's out, it sells for a certain price, pretty much regardless of, of the player. Like it, it it's going to be higher, like 3x higher because it's just a new product. On, on every single player. And then as it's out more and more, now that new product effect wears off and it kind of it kind of balances out for the quality of the player to a like a mean, like a, a new normal average price point. One of the interesting things that you said, um, uh, one of the first few shows when I, I told you I had all these downtowns and you said, well, you probably want to get them up before the optic come out. Um, because when optic comes out, that downtown will then kind of take precedence over, over the base Donruss uh, uh, downtowns. I never thought about that. And I was like, I'm really going to watch it this, this time and see what happened. And they like clock rate. It did exactly what you were saying. Like the, the, the base optic Donruss uh, downtowns still pull a good amount, but they don't pull like they did because there's an optic downtown out there now. And so, yeah, it, for sure, like, man. Having that hotter card or that newer card is is now. I can't believe that that, that the base changes as much as it did from almost fifty to now. It's about somewhere between twenty bucks and twenty three dollars. Like with the for the for the uh, uh, Ritter, um, that's a little surprising to me. But um, but yeah, 
So tell me about your your XRC uh, redemption story because here's a Bijan Robinson in auction that with four minutes left for two hundred and fifty two dollars and with not knowing when this redemption will come back that is definitely a little scary. So yeah, what, what do you yeah. got? What do you got for redemptions? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got I do have some. Uh, well, I have a couple redem. I have some redemption. I'm still waiting on from like some uh uh oh i can't think of the the pits i have some pits redemptions um and i have some um uh, uh drake london redemptions i'm still waiting on so i've not seen hide or hair or anything about them but one of the one of the newer ones that i pulled as of recently is out of donruss uh out of optic i got a rated rookie rps um I think I could show as long as I don't show the long as I scratch it off, but a George Pickens. And it's a, um, it's number 223. It's autograph hollow RPS. So that was one of the, one of the, um, your pulls from optic, right? Correct. And then the XRC, <laughs> I got an XRC card. Um, I was trying to see where I put it at. <laughs> It's around your store, but I get XRC, but it was, oh man, I don't even remember the, the guy's name. It's a quarterback. It's a backup to the backup for the Saints. <laughs> Hold on backup to the backup. Uh, that's not good because the Saints didn't spend any significant draft capital on any quarterback. I mean, Derek Carr is I was, their starter. So it was, the, I'll tell you exactly who it is. One second. It's uh, and so you can look this guy up. His name is Jake Hayner, H A E N E R. I got the oh, worst. Oh yeah, yeah. XRC ever. <laughs> Stone Cold, yeah, Jake Hayner, man. Stone Cold, serious face. Uh, end of the fourth round from Fresno State. Best comparable to uh, Brett Ripian. Decent athleticism metrics, but not very good at Fresno State. And obviously, that's not a, a very big college either. Uh, but at six foot 207 with pretty decent uh, 40 yard dash and burst, I can see why he made it. Uh, and, he, and he threw for just over 4,000 yards in uh, 2021, 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So that kind of I mean, kind of helped him get there with, with pretty decent like touchdown interception ratio. But you know, what quality of defenses was he playing at at Fresno State, like you know, University of uh, Las Vegas or something? I you know, like yeah, and it's, <laughs> it wasn't numbered. I, 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 I think they would tell you if it was numbered or whatever. I don't think it's numbered. Um, and I might, I you know, being a Falcons fan, the the last person i would be excited about was someone from this from the ains but um yeah so that was my xrc i was i i'm not gonna lie i i i remember opening that pack and i was just like dude to do like kind of going through it and ripping it up and then um i was stoked i saw i saw like the edge of it and i was like oh i thought there's no way that i was gonna get it. and i was like and i was like i kind of was almost daydreaming like whenever i bought the box they like, oh, go it'd be cool if i got xrc out of here you know um, but I, you know, I, I, that, that, so it wouldn't be cool if I got, uh, Bijan or something like that for the Falcons. And then when it came up, I was like, oh, so I pulled that and I was like, Hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's cool. I didn't know who he was at the time. So I'll, I'll still have to look, look him up. 
And then I, I did pull in the same pack. I pulled a zebra. So out of the same pack. So I get a zebra of uh, fields. Oh, very nice. And that came out of the same pack. It's not numbered though. I don't believe. Yeah. That's field level too. Yep. That's field level, baby. So I, and I didn't, I'm still not real um, high or hip on all the different levels and what's, you know, how they're tiered. Well, field level is the, the most rare tier. And okay. then, you know, your, your zebra is uh, supposedly a case hit yeah. of that. So that's an incredibly rare card and, and insane hit. Like, man, that is going to be a sick, sick card. That's going to fetch you a pretty penny there. Which was cool. So I was, imagine picking that pack up if you picked a pack of it. <laughs> And getting both of those. I mean, the the Garrett Wilson is at two thirty with five di five days, almost six days left on it. <laughs> yeah, wow. see, see if they I haven't looked at anything yet, so I don't even know. I mean, the James Cook is at hundred and ten with six bids, and it still has almost five days left on it. That's a one of one, though. Yeah, uh, the Rogers. Uh, oh, well, no, they, they put eBay one of one. Of course, it's a, you know, that's a little marketing gimmick that's right a, there from some sellers. Yeah, I mean, they're trying oh, to yeah. say this is the only one on eBay, basically. But in the algorithm, it catches it. It can huh. make it look like it's a serial numbered one of one when it's not even serial numbered at all. But we know it's a case hit. The black and white zebra stripe is very popular, especially with the new Bengals uniforms. Those Bengals players, man, you get you a T. Higgins or a, a Jamar oh, Chase yeah. or Joe Burrow out of that. It's going to be money. The the um, okay, that's that was from last year. But I mean, it's look at a guy like Matt Judon. Now Matt Judon plays for the Patriots. He was a, a top five in the NFL and, and sacks last year. So he's, he's doing Kenneth pretty Walker. good. Uh, Kenneth Walker, rookie. I'm trying to find something comparable because you have a second year card. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I got second year. So what is it? Did they, did you type in fields? There you go. But oh man, that's a sick Jamar Chase card. It's hard to compare Jamar Chase when he's, you know top one or two wide receiver in the NFL with Justin Jefferson, and it kind of matches their new uniform scheme. And that's a well, cool that, picture, man. That's not Justin Jefferson. That's It's Fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying yeah. that uh, Jamar Chase is, is number one or two oh, yeah. next to Justin next Jefferson to in the NFL at, yeah. at the wide receiver position. So it's, yeah. it's hard to make a comparison there when, like, that matches his – his uniform. So you think that the, uh, the, the actual look of the card actually will play into the, what the card will sell for. 100%. What here, here you go. Here's a good one though. Here's the Trevor Lawrence five ten. So this is a great one. Trevor Lawrence is going to sell for more than Justin Fields right now. Uh, but I think that Justin Fields is not too far behind him. I would be looking to sell my Justin Fields. Probably is that sold or is that, for, is that for sale? Oh, that's ended? Hmm. Uh, this one is ended. Yeah, this one wow. ended last week. But I would be – so knowing this and then looking at the chase that we just looked at, I would be trying to sell my Justin Fields around 400 to 450. Yeah, for sure. I had no idea. 
Um, so yeah, yeah that's a, that's a nice card, man. I think you can get. I think you can probably get around four hundred to four fifty for it. Definitely a sweet card. Now it's just you such a could card. roll the dice. You could price it at five fifty, right, or five ninety nine, and in anticipation that his hype continues to build. Say you're not hard pressed to sell it right now. You put it in a buy it now. You you let it sit there and marinate to the beginning of September. Yep. The Bears host the Packers week one at home in Chicago. All of a sudden, you've got a situation where if Fields comes out, it's got new weapons, DJ Moore, you know, everybody's healthy. They've got a better offensive line this year. They've been, made some investments there. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a situation where Fields lights it up week one. They beat the Packers at home in Chicago, which they haven't done in forever. That card goes up even more. Potentially, some crazy Bears fan goes and buys that card on the, on the Sunday for closer to, who knows? I mean, it's such a rare card. It could go up closer to a G. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's kind of the upside there. At the same time, I say that's a little lofty. I would maybe list it for $599, $699 if you're not hard-pressed to sell it right now and see what happens at the beginning of the season. Because Fields, uh, regardless of what people say, there's so much draft capital invested in him. There's and a lot of hype Chicago's around there. so desperate for a franchise quarterback. He's got such a long leash, and he's got such high rushing upside. He can, he's got time to develop as a passer, and uh, he's a great like long-term player to uh, invest in right now as well. Yeah, it seems like, you know, uh, coming out after the season last year, he's, this year they're kind of like got a little more hype around it, I guess, if you will. Um, so, yeah, like I'm not I'm not in a press, hard press to sell anything right now. So I definitely would like to to get, you know, to get to get it. The, the you know, get the best for, you know, what you can out of it now, like with the with the George Pickens um uh, optic redemption card would you would you would you go for the redemption or would you sell it as is oh no george pickens sell it as is sell it right now george pickens has got a lot of hype uh you know he he's a he's a highlight reel man the type of catches that he can make is like a, the odell beckham type of guy i mean honestly go look at that catch he made um, it was like a thursday night game you'll, you'll find it one-handed george pickens catch from last year it was in a lot of regards, better than the one-handed Odell Beckham catch that made him famous. So, I mean, George Pickens has got a lot of fame right now, but the thing is he's not a possession-style receiver. He's not going to be a ball hog. Uh, and the, the, the Steelers are in a very difficult division. Um, and the more he ages and with combined with not producing, probably not even a 1,000 receiving yards, I think he's going to get close but I think he's going to have more like Gabe Davis type numbers and he's going to put up some crazy catches. You just want to go ahead and sell him now when he's got this crazy high hype, like he could be, you know, the next Julio Jones or something. So um, just go ahead and sell him now. Steelers are also a rabid fan base and they will pay a premium for a player like Pickens right now, heading into a second year. So much ambiguity around the Steelers being so much better this year. And I do think they will be better. But let's face it, they're in the AFC North, man. They're playing the Ravens twice. They're playing the Bengals twice. And they're playing the Browns twice. Are you kidding me? Like, this is, like, going to be a bloodbath. So, uh, I mean, I think you got to 
you got to sell that pick and like don't risk the you know the redemption it could take forever uh well, george pickens redemptions right now are going to be hot you know or just george pickens cards and period and just take what you can get for the redemption i've seen a lot of george pickens redemptions come back recently so i figured he must have gotten a lot of his cards or signatures in and so they must have a have them like kind of stacked up i was like well might be good to send it now. I don't know. I've never done that. I was like, because I was like, well, might be good to send it now because it might just go ahead and come back pretty quickly if they got everything in stock currently. If you but, can get it back before the season, I would say go for it. I would say go for it. I don't think his price is going to be ever, ever as high as it is heading into the second year. Uh, I think he's going to have a decent second year, but nothing special. And especially if you look at his route tree from last year, he's he's mm -hmm. not a savvy route runner either. You know, he's not he's none of those things, man. He's a he's a clash. He's an outside clasher that can go up and make spectacular catches. You know, he's not a possession receiver. He's not an exquisite route runner. Uh, he's not going to be like this 150 target guy that produces a ton of production in the NFL. You know, he's not so, be like a chase then. No, absolutely not. So that's why I'm saying you go ahead and sell that now. Plus, we're not this is not a Super Bowl team. You know, it's just just not. They'd have to get incredibly lucky for them to get there. And maybe some Steelers fans would disagree with me, but, man, the, the, it's it's going to be a massive uphill battle for them. And the thing is, the hype is there. Right now, the speculation is there that the offensive line got better, the defense is going to be healthy, plus they invested a little bit into that. They always got great – got a Hall of Fame coach, so there's always potential, just like the Patriots, you know. But at the same time – it's just going to be too too difficult of an uphill battle for them to overcome, and he's not the player that's going to put up these crazy uh, numbers. He's going to put up crazy highlights, you know, catches, singular catches, but not like these massive. Like he's not going to be the wide receiver one, two. He's not even going to be in the top ten. Maybe not in the top twenty. He's wow, you think so? I thought he would do, be, you know, but I didn't get a chance to watch him a lot last year, so. Yeah, Stephen uh, on the on the on the on the the what is it called the super chat or whatever is that what it is two dollars. Yeah, chat. that's a super chat from Stephen FL man. We really appreciate that. Uh, he says Calvin Ridley, Etn, and Kirk are buys on that uh, Jacksonville Jaguars um, bandwagon. Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah Jags, oh, yeah. Jags are ascending. I invested heavily into Calvin uh, right before the season ended when he got traded to Jacksonville and I kind of saw what they were doing. I went in like <laughs> hardcore onto uh, Calvin Ridley. These are, I picked all these up um, during, these are all Calvin Ridley's that I, that I picked up that had signatures or rookies of his stuff. Cause I figured this year is going to be a guy. I picked up signatures for like five bucks or whatever. I got another select one that I got a conundrum on. Kyler Murray. This is a concourse. It's a one of five. But what type of return do you get on that? Not much right now. I mean, the, the, the scarcity does intrigue me. Not going to lie. Uh, I have one out of five. But, man, Kyler's stock is so low uh, right now. The worst it's ever been in his career. He might not even play this year. Plus, the Cardinals are in total rebuild mode. I mean, they're they're now looking at being two to four, maybe five years out from being a contender uh, in their division, and it's it's not looking good for Kyler 
Um, I think that Kyler is a guy you could just buy September, October, so cheap. Um, and I would be focusing on rookie, you know, with his current market. But I'm curious to see something that scarce, what it could go for. The other thing is there's no color match there, Ryan, to, yeah. the, to the Cardinals. Not at all. Um, I mean, it's like. Let's see what I can find. Okay. Well, here's a great. Surprisingly, I do think you'll be able to get like 60 to 70 bucks, which is pretty interesting hmm. because here's a gold out of 10 that sold for 57. So, once again, scarcity at a certain point will trump the player's current projections the the player's current status if there is a card incredibly rare it will trump those other things and it will still sell for a premium um but you know obviously if this was joe burrow we're talking it would have gone for probably four hundred dollars four five hundred dollars as a veteran card uh still going for 60 bucks that's impressive that tells me that you could easily get 60 i would say you get 60 maybe a little bit more 75 80 and uh, I, I kind of want to tell you to sell that now while the product's new. It's brand new. Why not take advantage of some of this new product hype and people targeting scarcity? Because football card buying as a whole is up right now. It is football mm. card buying season. A lot of people are making bets and they can they're see that to, they're getting Kyler super cheap. Man, They're buying to possibly flip for later on. Uh, this one's an optic one, but here's another veteran, a Jalen Hurts, and it's a 25. So, like, yeah. you, it's that's again, it's another veteran card, and then I'm like, well, oh, that's sick, dude. And it's a 25, so I'm like, like, it's got to have a pretty good return on that one for sure. Um, but I don't think the I think the best time you're probably going to do something with him is right now. You wouldn't wait till next year, even though they're stacked, huh? Um, I I mean that card I feel great because let's face it, the Eagles they're, they're Super Bowl contender, man. They're Super Bowl contender. Yeah, they've got the best trenches on both sides of the ball in the NFL, um, and I think you're looking at an MVP season from Jalen Hurts. So, you know. This is this is gonna be his year, man. There's no no reason he doesn't absolutely smash this year. Probably the quarterback one overall in terms of a total, you know, total yardage. And with their win-loss record, they he may be MVP and obviously uh clear playoff uh and Super Bowl contender. So it's like, I mean, his hype is gonna continue to increase as we head into the season he may be a best flip heading into the season but i think he's just fine uh but that's, holding for january too yeah so i'm saying like some things you have to kind of like so if you had like your like if you were thinking you know what are some players that you would probably hold on to now versus trying to sell because we've seen a lot of things that you're like hey it's it going to put that up now or it's going to move that now you're not going to find anything but you don't want to do that with everybody you want to have some cards that you're like stashing away for later on because you know that, you know, you have a good feeling on them. Uh, so I guess yeah. Jaylen, it's just like one that you're saying, what's a few others you might think. Yeah, I agree. And it, I think you also have to take inventory of all the Jalen hurts cards you have and say, okay, well, I've got this one out of 25. It doesn't matter how, how long the set's been out. 
this card out of this black Pandora out of 25, this ultra rare insert is going to be super valuable a year from now if I want to hold it. Whereas I've got these, you know, maybe I've got some concourse silvers or I've got some base donors rated rookies, things like that. Um, and it, it, or yeah, I guess, especially if it's not like rookie related, you could take advantage of some of that new product hype. Like I, I do think it makes sense to, um, if you've got profit in the card and you've got multiples of a card, like why not go ahead and move some of it and, and hold on to your most rare stuff for your best players that you do want to hold. Um, like he, you know, obviously hurts is, is a hold. Uh, Joe Burrow, you want to do the same thing with Justin Herbert. You want to do the same thing with Tua. You probably want to do the same thing with it, Tua? Uh, even though really? he's got a lot more risk. Yeah, man, if he's healthy, the upside is just incredible. If he's healthy, yeah, the the Dolphins are going to be so good this year. Now, if Tyreek Hill can keep his, his butt out of trouble, yeah, the Dolphins too. are going to be so good, man. And if Tua is healthy – I don't know how they protect him. If they scheme more, just like, dude, just throw the ball. Me. Don't take a hit. Don't take any kind of hits, right? Can't let he's his head so hit anything. Man, he's nerve-wracking. It is nerve-wracking, but the upside is massive. And there are seasons where players go all season, they don't get injured. This team, they bring in one of the best defensive coordinators of all time in Vic Fangio that a lot of people copy his scheme around the NFL. Um, and they've added – depth to all layers of their defense so not only do they have this incredibly dynamic super bowl playoff contending offense with mike mcdaniels at the helm and they add more speed and more depth and now their defense is beefed up even more with one of the best defensive coaches ever and and it's just i mean that team's going to be incredible this year too as healthy and he's going to be a He's going to be a borderline top ten quarterback if they're if he's healthy. So there's a lot of upside there. Yeah, I mean, ah, man, he's like so much. He's the most. He's the biggest gamble, I think, on the quarterback like, band like or quarterback thing. It's like because he will be such a boomer bust if he's doing if he's protected, he's doing well. He'll last. He'll do good. But if he gets knocked around and something happens. You know, I don't want to say he's going to be susceptible to uh, to um, concussions, but he's going to be susceptible to concussions. To concussions, we've already seen it. Stephen FL wants to call in. He's got a uh, he's got another question here. I start up one from. Oh no, yeah, it was a super chat. I think you had one more. No, Mister T had a question earlier that I wanted to go back to as well. Stephen said he just bought a Jalen Hurts optic rookie ticket. Nice, 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 nice. Base, of course. Okay. HGA 9.5 for 35 bucks. Um, so I'm guessing this is non-auto. Like this is just rookie ticket. The 9.5 is really good Base. because HGA I know is very strict on grading. So it's it's almost impossible to get a 10 from them. I mean, it's that's interesting for 35. I mean, I think you paid fair market value. I struggle to find the upside in that unless you cross that over to a PSA 10. I could see someone maybe paying 50 bucks for it as is, but I say if you cross it over to PSA 10, that would be ideal. And now all of a sudden you could potentially um, maybe potentially take that to like a hundred dollar card or something. Yeah. 
So let me ask you, uh, uh, while you're looking through there, and like cards like Gabe Davis, it's a prism, right? Would you just do an auction on that and to try to like have stock there and some of for some folks to try to you know add to, to help out with shipping and, and whatnot? Because it's a nice card, it's a prism and whatnot. It's with what the concourse, I think, or premier level. But I mean, you just start with a buck to do an auction on that. Yeah, uh, and it's a veteran, so it's not great. It's a base silver veteran card. Okay, you could do an auction, sell it for a dollar or two. What I like about that is you, you're going to force a sale, I guess, maybe for a dollar. Um, plain white envelope, right? 62 cents shipping, and you're going to start building up some sales activity on your, on, on your store. Uh, man, card like that though in veteran format is that's just gonna be that's just gonna be like it's gonna require more time from you than it's worth to sell the card if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, man, I mean, it's just, that's that's a tough one when his rookie product of that is gonna be right now just a couple dollars, you know, max. Yeah, it's 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 saying I guess my thought was it is when I get to buy a card. And I'm going to pay the shipping. I'll go back and look around and say, what other things can I just chunk in there? That would be cool. So I could chunk in that or this or that to just try to, you know, have extra stuff in there uh, for people to buy, like, you know, a dollar a car here or there to, just to kind of pump the bill up a little bit. But I don't know how advantageous it is. I think if, if, uh, Tua stays healthy, the Dolphins are going to win the division. Going back to Ryan's, I mean, that's incredible odds. So I get it with the Rodgers now on the Jets and the Bills still there and the Patriots always contending. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. I think that the Jets, that it makes sure Bob's not listening out there. Jets crazy is not listening. But I think that the Dolphins are going to win this division if uh if two is healthy all year long and hey maybe mike white can come in clutch in the playoffs i think i do going back to what you said ryan though yeah we got to get some some volume moving in this in the sole directions for um for your store man we got to get some some volume moving and i think you, you go for those like base silver cards yeah sell them for a dollar or two man yeah, it could uh, be if you want to get stuff on those and stuff like that. You can knock out the picture really quickly and yeah, it's just those those kind of cards I think are so much easier to just throw in like a dollar bin and go like set up a table. Like I've got a lot of those cards, guys that you know aren't great, like he's decent, right? You know, he's like he'll have a spike game every once in a while and put up a hundred yards and you know, he'll have a handful of touchdowns this year. Maybe he comes in clutch in a playoff game again. That's kind of what he's becoming infamous for. And, uh, and you know, somebody maybe – a kid sees that and they're like, oh, that's a really cool card. Uh, they they want to pay a dollar or two for it. You know, yeah. maybe you load up a bin with that kind of stuff and you go set up a table at a card show and, you, and, and that's what it's there for, you know. Yeah, because I have <laughs> – a lot of base stuff, man. I have so much base stuff. I could, and I started trying to find like like schools that I could bring to like try to make little packs 
to bring to schools to donate to kids so they kind of get them started on some things and whatnot. And I'll put rookies in there and I'll add like a good card, a few cards in there so that they'll be excited about stuff. I put a couple of parties in one and whatnot, just so that they'll find like, Oh, I'll be all really stoked, you know? So, um, but, uh, any way to kind of move things is kind of like where I'm at. Cause I just have yeah, 100%, of- <laughs> 100%. So I'm I think we had some, too. yeah. Any anything else um, really noteworthy that you pulled from your select? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I have. I mean, I got like my autos was like like Adrian Hutchinson. Um, nice, dude. That that card is is lit right now. I saw an Aiden Hutchinson 2022 select Aiden Hutchinson. Selling for some serious money. Was that just a silver? Is that serial number? Yeah, it's one of a. It's, it's one of a one ninety nine. It was eight. It's not as not a, that right. there. Um, this is of seventy five. This is uh, Has, uh, Haskins. Oh, Hassan Haskins. Yeah, I get yeah. a bunch of him, and then like he's RB three now. Yeah, Calvin Austin is like that's one of those cool looking like. Yeah, he's getting like, a little bit more steam now, heading second year, uh, buried on the Steelers depth chart, but he's like a little gadget player. He's got some, got some Kadarius Tony in him, and some Bell. Oh, David Bell. Yeah, he was a ghost in his rookie year last year. Uh, I'm guessing maybe he'll get a little bit more action this year. I mean, the thing is, Elijah Moore kind of should kind of take his opportunities, but <laughs> but we'll so here's see. An, so here's another veteran, uh, Miles Garrett. <laughs> ah, there you go. Now he's a top uh, top edge rusher in the NFL. I mean, he leads the league almost every year in sacks. He's up there. Not not. He's never been a true leader. I was actually looking at the leaders, but he's always getting racking up like 15, 16 sacks a year. He's top. Top five, easy. Um, and then, like, like I said, I did a bunch of objects out of the burrow. Now that's that a, is fire. That looks so cool. That's of ten. Oh, a gold my house. Let's freaking go. Um, I I got a couple of these parties that are purple that come out of the blasters. They're cool purple looking though. Shock. Those those uh those colors work together so well. You know, Dalvin Cook is such a – it's like I don't know what to think about him. This is a 35. Well, get that Get that listed. He'll pop whenever he gets uh, signed because, honestly, if you think about all the free agent veteran running backs that are out there, Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's the best one out of out of the four of those. So, um, Here's another – He's uh, going to get the deal first and – he may go to Miami. They're the front runner, according to Vegas right now, Vegas odds. So if he goes to Miami, he just becomes part of that system that's like, yeah, let's go. Um, there's another auto of a, uh, it's a defense, Kyler Gordon, but it's one of 10. Okay. But um, yeah, you show. What's that? I said, I, re- I remember you showing me that one. That one uh, yeah. I think, you know, as, as we've seen, man, any of these out of gold, out of 10 gold cards are. 
Yeah, yeah. so it's like if, if they're numbering it out of gold that that uh, you're, uh, you, you you know, it's like sometimes it's not even – you don't see much about the player, even if the player is not so hype. But um, I have a lot of numbers stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's – you know, it's just a lot of product. Some of these things are so damn cool looking, though. Like Brees Hall. Like, that thing is so sick looking. Yeah, that's a nice card, man. Those cars are so cool. And I think that's what I, I enjoy looking checking these out because they're just so damn cool looking. Um, but that was probably the, the highlights as far as, like, big ones. Um, I got some cowgirls that I just I don't really ever call them. But... Uh, this one is of 75. Oh, is that Trayvon Diggs? No, it is Trevon. Oh, yeah, Trayvon Diggs, yeah. Yeah, nice. So, but I don't know anything about the cowgirls because I don't really like check them out. <laughs> the cowgirls. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. There was a stretch for Trayvon Diggs in his second season where people were starting to talk compare him to Deion Sanders because of the amount of interceptions he was getting. He was on an incredible heater of consecutive games with interceptions. And uh, he cooled way off, but he's still a, a solid corner. I mean, he's still like a you know, top 10, top 15 corner in, in the league. He's pretty Tolbert. solid. So. Tolbert. Oh, my man, Jalen Tolbert, one of my flag plants from last year, rookie season. He's the quintessential small school, great athletic profile, but didn't gain the coach's trust and didn't earn the role, which I don't know. It's not saying much with Mike McCarthy, but uh, didn't didn't learn the playbook fast enough. They weren't impressed with him last year in the rookie season. So he remains a deep sleeper and. They added Brandon Cooks, so and Michael Gallup is healthy. So I don't expect Jalen Tolbert to get much playing time uh, again this year. He's gonna maybe need to make himself useful in special teams like Ashton Doolin, you know. And one of the uh I know you're high on this guy. <clears throat> I pull this is not this is not object or a select, but it's prism. Hey, got you. Uh, I love the the scarcity of that too, man. The red check. You gotta flip that heading into the season. You gotta get that sucker listed first, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one came out of a that one came out of a blaster, and I got an auto reset. Yeah, yeah. The house sick. Yeah, I got it. I got. I think I got a, a couple of autos of how as well too. So I just gotta get them listed up. Well, he's a, I don't yeah I don't know if you watched the mail day but get get those howls listed man he is a definite flip they they are not necessarily committed to him right there's a very very easy path for him to be benched for yeah. Jacoby Brissett. There are Haskins. This is a a sign an auto one though. Man, Haskins has a solid profile, but of course he's behind Derrick Henry. Now he's behind Tajay Spears. Uh, who profiles better than Haskins. So um, Haskins is a deep sleeper. There was another guy that used to be on the Titans named Darrington Evans, also had a great athletic profile and never did a damn thing. So Haskins reminds me of him, but uh, time will tell. We'll see. He's still young. 
But, I don't, you know, like I said, I think, you know, the, as far as the quality of coming, or what was being pulled, optics seemed just to tip its cap a little bit more than select, but select products, you know, it's just, I think it's just, it just looks so quality. It, it's a very good looking card. And I think that that's one of the reasons why it'll, it'll, it'll move well. It's a good looking card for sure. Their cards are just awesome looking. A lot of thought that goes what about the quality in terms of like the thickness compared to optic? Are you, uh, yeah, they're, 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 you know, noticeably thicker than that. They're almost like five, five point, like 55 point almost in some cases. And, uh, I don't know. They're just, they're very close as far as quality. Right. I've been trying to look at, I haven't looked at surfaces as much. Um, but them coming out of packages and stuff like that, it seems like I haven't seen much. I didn't get much problems out of the select. I had a few problems at optic. I had a couple of ones that are jacked up. Um, and who was the other one? That, oh, Mosaic. And when I was doing Mosaic, Mosaic had a lot of crummy cards that came out of their, out of their packs. So that's, you know, I, I think it is that upper echelon, you have Mosaic, Select, Optic, and um, Prism. And out of those four, Mosaic seems to have the most crummy of product coming out with issues. Interesting. I sent back a, um, a Bailey Zappy is Bailey Zappi, uh, I think of I think of one of a hundred signed auto with the jersey in it, because it had just like huge massive scratches on it. And I'm just like, what? But then I'm like, do I? Are they gonna be able to replace this thing, or what are they gonna try to do? give me stupid points on it? Like, you know, I don't want none of that. I don't want points. I want the card back. So I don't know if I should have sent it off. Or yeah. Not. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, man. Probably probably shouldn't have, <laughs> but I don't know. You got time. You got time. Maybe you'll maybe you'll get it back. Yeah, I don't know if they. You know, I have I have had no after sending stuff off. I've had I've not got anything back from anything yet, whether it be redemption or what it was. I haven't got anything back yet. I don't know if you hear my dogs going crazy back here, but they're going saying if you can hear that or not. No, I can't hear it, but we're we're at the one hour, 90 minute mark. Um, yeah. And uh, we, I want to ask you real quick before I let you go, Ryan, I know you're you're going to be uh, really trying to list cards. I am, too. I'm, I'm seriously like I've one thing I do, Ryan, is I leave the cards stacked up in front of me that I haven't listed. So it's starting to start. The stack is starting to interfere with my workspace. And I'm going to have to I'm going to have to do that. So um yeah, I am gonna do an um, an underdog draft after we sign off on up here. Uh -huh. uh, I'm I'm gonna do an underdog draft for anybody that's that's interested. Uh, we'll that. we'll start up a different. I'll start up a different stream so that way you know we can. Hey, I'll uh, be down to do that with you for sure. Okay, um, so I want to ask you, what's your plans for the next uh, two weeks in terms of like? buying cars to rip are you going to continue buying more boxes to rip or are you going to really focus on just uh, listing cards now or are you going to maybe target some singles so i so i am switching to now i feel like i've got my ripping out away i do have lined up um just i think i have like a a few more uh i think i have like a, just a couple more object hobby packs i'm picking up from the shop that they they're holding for me and then they they found a box of um phoenix from this year 
Um, and so they're giving me a good deal on a box of Phoenix. And so, but that, but my goal is to, is to try to, I need to get these things listed. I need to get it up because I'm getting nervous that the season's coming up on us. And there's like a, this, this, this window right now. I think I can get things loaded and kind of might, if you look at it long-term, I need to get people under knowing my store so that when a season comes around, they understand that I'm there. You're going to have new fresh things coming up. There you go. I like it, man. I like it. I dig it. So you want to hop into underdog fantasy draft with us? Yeah, let's do it. You want to do one? Okay, yeah. cool, man. Are you um, are you signed up, like ready to go? I got it. Uh, I signed up with with did it last year with with you uh, on one of the other ones. You're looking for someone to fill it, and I filled it last minute. But I don't know if it's the same one. If it's, I think it's something. You know, yeah, I never went back and checked. Honestly, uh, you, I got to try to pull it up. Yeah, so let's let's just uh, pull it up. Log into underdogfantasy.com. They're actually our only uh, partner of the show. Uh, with promo code Quest, you get that hundred percent instant deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars instantly in your account. Right now, they've got their Chihuahua but Superflex right on the homepage. So when you get logged in, underdogfantasy.com, um, you just right on their homepage. They're going to have this chill. I don't know why I wanted to say chalupa. Um, the hungry. Chihuahua. Yeah, a little bit. Ch- Chihuahua, but super flex. It's a $4 entry. So you can literally do a ton of these. And first place is going to be 25 grand at the end of week 17. Now, this one is, is super flex. Uh, it's still half point PPR, half point per reception, uh, but instead of that third wide receiver, now you have a one quarterback, two wide receivers, and a super flex spot. All the focus is on the draft. No waiver wire, no start sit decisions. The roster gets optimized on a weekly basis to give you the most points per position. So it's a beautiful, just absolutely fun focus on the draft understand the values of players this one's going to prioritize quarterbacks uh so it's 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 got a lot of correlation to the hobby right now what we find is that players going undervalued in these drafts a lot of times are then going undervalued on ebay as well uh in their rookie card market or even their rare veteran card market and so we kind of use that as ammunition to pin down a guy and say, Hey, I want to go hunt down some of this guy's rookie cards. He's going way undervalued in this fantasy draft, um, which right now, like I said, is an indication. All right. So I got logged in. <laughs> uh, okay. I have 15 bucks in my account. I did something with you a little Perfect. time back. I never, I did it and I never checked back on it. So I don't even know. I think I, I'm well, going to start. You only need four for this one, brother. So, all right. So, I'm logged in. So, what do don't I do? Don't hit enter yet. Don't so hit enter it. yet on the on the Chihuahua. But look for the look for the little Chihuahua. Okay. Superflex. Hold on. All right. Let me find it. All right. Okay. Chihuahua Superflex. I see it. Yeah. Now we're going to hit enter at the same time, Ryan. I'm going to count down. I'm going to count down from five, and then. We're gonna hit enter when I after I count down. Okay. Okay. We're gonna hop in at the same time so we can get in the same draft room. All right. All right. 
So tell me when you're ready. Right. Countdown. All right, five. You're gonna, you, well, hold on, hold on. You're gonna see. You're gonna see right. five, four, three, two, one, go, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I want to say: five, four, three, two, one, enter. And then uh, you know, when okay. I say enter, we enter. All okay. right. Yep. Five, four, three, two, one, enter. All right. Uh, did I get it's in? got three spots open, guys. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, go, way, go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> one spot open. So you must have got the same one then. That's uh, that's what we're we're ideally trying to do so we can draft against each other. Because mine I, says, yeah, mine says one open. Or well, no, I guess we're going now. Yep. It so it has started. It's got uh, a minute till it actually starts. We got Derek in here. Oh, I see our man Scaladesi out there. Uh, that's Steve, the eBay hitman from our Thursday night show. We got Rhino verse right there at the 1.6, uh, pizza turtle, Alex savvy, myself at the 1.3. It's, it's foamy, Pepsi Cola. And this is my first draft to do. So is there any, yeah. new, is there any this year? Is there any, uh, Is there anything different? Is this just like a normal uh, uh, draft, fantasy draft? Well, it's a super flex fantasy draft. So I don't know if you've ever played in a super flex league before, but it's basically it gives you the ability to start two quarterbacks if you wanted to. And in that super flex spot, you can start anything you know you want. Um, it is six point passing touchdown. So with that, the quarterbacks 100% are going to be prioritized. Ah. You can see the draft board here scrolling across the top the quarterbacks are going to go pretty quick here. Gotcha. Um, and that's just because, you know, quarterbacks have a much easier path to put up 30 to 50 fantasy points on a weekly basis. If you could start two of them, all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Now Josh Allen at the 1.1, that's a reach. Uh, I was hoping to get Jalen Hurts myself. Now I've got to go Patrick Mahomes. That's a pretty like pretty easy decision in my in my eyes. I mean, yeah, you could make a case for Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, even Justin Fields. He had 1,100 rushing yards last year if he takes a step forward passing um, game. Trevor Lawrence, you're on the clock at six. Yeah. See, the first five picks have all been quarterbacks. Yep. I'm so it's, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'll go ahead and try this. So now it's like, do you pivot and take the best wide receiver or do you continue on the quarterback train? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with this trend since my first one. But I don't see how I. Where's the pick button at? Well, oh, so hey. if you have all the players, you can either star them up and I'll move them over here. But when you expand their little, when you expand their little, um, their name, that little uh, drop down arrow next to their ADP and the gotcha. bye week, gotcha. Then it'll show their stats from the last couple of years, and I'll have a big draft button there. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'm going to pull up this. The first eight picks have all been quarterbacks. Derek finished the quarterback run with Trevor Lawrence. So there's a clear teardrop. You're looking at the top eight hyped quarterbacks, basically, to enter the NFL this year. I mean, that's that's how close the correlation is right now between Superflex and the hobby. Patrick Mahomes obviously has your most expensive rookie cards, but 
And I was looking at at uh, at T-Law for a minute. I was like, yeah, but then I was like, Fields will probably run. Um, so he had more. I, I like I like both of them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence Jags have a tough schedule this year, and they're going to be aggressive. Doug Peterson's a very quarterback friendly coach, and people expect Calvin Ridley kind of walk back out and be good again. I don't know <laughs> if that's the case. He's taking a lot yeah. of time off. And I don't know if he stayed in shape or was he like, you know, chilling, uh, playing on FanDuel or Underdog Fantasy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he's like, I think he's pretty primed. I think he's um, kind of what he's looking to come back and prove a point or something. Well, that's what I hear. But hey, looks like Ryan Childress is in. He's RDS CIV. Let's see where you're at. Oh, okay. Ryan Childress as R E S C I V. Awesome, man. Um, All right, get back on the clock. Yeah, I see. That's quick. Mm. Yeah, you can see Derek uh, DBO68 got the little red and white shields, means uh, he's highly experienced. He's he's won a bunch of money. Weird here, just to see what happens. He's kind of like our resident expert. Uh, oh, I'll dude, I'm loving that pick. I don't know what the ADP is for Gino right now. I'm back on the clock. Yeah, it was a little bit different. I was like, well, yeah, let's see how this is. <laughs> Kelsey's gone, so I can't even stack Mahomes with Kelsey. I might as well. Now, this one's interesting like a totally unproven rookie. But I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins because he's got the best wide receiver in the league and their defense is absolutely terrible. So I think, once again, you're just going to see ungodly passing volume from Kirk Cousins. He's probably going to throw the ball a career high like 700 times this year. And he's got an arm, man. Like, and he's fired he's up. He's going to throw a lot of touchdowns, dude. I don't think he wants his career to be like wasted, you know? No, he doesn't. But the thing is, their defense is so bad, they're just not going to be able to contend deep in the playoffs. Um, you know, so I look at him as a great fantasy asset, though. Like, every year he's a top 10 quarterback, and there's just so much uncertainty with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. If this foamy doesn't pick Anthony Richardson, I'm going to be super tempted to get him here. Although so. uh, these, oh man, it's yeah. like, but dang, you got Amon Ross St. Brown out there, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Like, dude, this is tough. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That's uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of unproven right there with the Richardson. You're, yeah, there's just so much rushing upside. There's so much rushing upside. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go on Ross St. Brown just because I think he's he's got wide receiver one upside in his path. I feel confident in my quarterbacks. I get why I could have maybe done it. And I do think in this format you want three quarterbacks. And I mean, let's face it, Anthony Richardson, he's got the same type of profile upside as Jalen Hurts. I mean, you look at their head coach, he's the former offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Like, he knows how to build around a rushing quarterback and a, a run-pass option. I mean, Anthony Richardson, by all accounts, could be a better rusher 
than Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. They're trying to pick what what L. I don't know. See how I want to pick it. Dang it! What did it pick me? I was trying to pick Waddell. I don't understand how that thing works. Damn. You're trying to pick Waddle? Yeah. What do you have? Are you on your phone or your laptop? No, I'm on my computer, but it just okay. was not. It was not opening up for whatever reason. I don't know why. I guess I was pushing the wrong button or something. I don't know what the deal is. Oh uh, well, you could have always start them up. You could always start them up, and if your time runs out, it'll yeah. draft whatever guy you've got start up. Son of a B. So that's one thing that I've had to learn the hard way because I'll be over here talking, messing around with it, blah, blah, and not have anybody start up. If you have nobody start up, it's just going to draft the guy off the top. But yep. if you at least start up a guy, now all of a sudden, worst case scenario, your clock runs out, you'll get the guy start up, you know? Now, why? It's weird. It's so weird. Let's see here. I don't even want this guy to start up. Okay. All right. Receiver. Adams. Devontae Adams doesn't have a quarterback, though. Yes. All day, Ryan Childress taking Amon Ross St. Brown. They're going to have exponentially more red zone opportunities. They've also got a top five offensive line. They've also got a great pocket passer in Jared Goff. The thing is, Jimmy Garoppolo may be decent at best. He may be Derek Carr uh, equivalent, uh, but he's not going to have much protection. He's got a high fragility rating. Uh, if you're going to you know, bank on the quarterback behind him, Jared Stidham's not there anymore. You you got a, a rookie by um, – oh, what's his name? Like he was not, I mean, it's no, no significant draft capital spent. How did you do your draft board like that? Let me see here. I got to figure out, I got to situate my, my, how it looks up here. <laughs> my thing's all jacked up. Let's see here. Brian yeah. Hoyer is a, is a bust. Aiden O'Connell is the guy I was thinking of. Aiden O'Connell, third string behind Jimmy Garoppolo. You've also got, I'll, pretty bad offensive line and then you go and you look at the splits last year between Devontae Adams I'm I'm not discrediting Devontae Adams at all of course he's got wide receiver one upside he's one of the best wide receivers to ever play in terms of route running is there PPR or what is it half point PPR last year Devontae Adams Puts up 100 receptions, 1,500 receiving yards, and 14 touchdowns. Yeah, he took my spot. Yeah. Wide receiver number five, 19.7 fan, 19. uh, fantasy points. Got this, Ryan. Damn it. First draft button. Well, I talked about it, so I'm going to go with him. <laughs> I had Devontae the, the Smith there first, but the guy picked me for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's at that. Mine's this is the first this is the first draft I've done, so I'm gonna be a little rusty as I'll get out here. I need to see what's going yeah, on no, with, yeah. with Harris, man. I, I don't know. Is it worth a hoot or what? Who's gonna be worth a hoot? Is Naheem Harris gonna be worth a hoot or what? Sorry, say that Najee, one more time. Najee Harris, whatever. 
Oh, man, he's he's all right. He's going to get there by volume, probably decent. But his efficiency has been terrible. And I, I know that a lot of that has been offensive line play and maybe by them improving the offensive line, his efficiency gets better because a lot of the plays he was just getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Can you get behind but, Love? God, man, I don't know about to do what it did. I have Jordan, uh, Jordan Love is so – who knows? Because <laughs> I'm looking at some other things too. I'm like, man, I'm thinking ahead here. <laughs> no, so uh, Amon Ra does have, I think, a higher upside potential this year specifically than Devontae Adams. That's my well, take based well, on the offense. The only thing with uh, Amon Ra is is the as the guy across the, the the on the other side of the field from him. Um, but, What's his name? Jamison Williams, is it? Yeah, he's suspended for the first six games. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's suspended for the first six games. He's gotten very little uh, opportunity thus far. He's proven that he's a knucklehead. And I'll take Jerry Judy here. He's proven that he's a knucklehead and... Amon Ra is involved in virtually 100% of the snaps. He's going to take uh, he's going to take a lot of snaps out of the slot. He's going to take a couple handoffs. He's going to uh, he's get, they're going to move him outside. He's going to be all over the place, man. He's going to go deep more this year. He's going to be expanded even more. I mean, the guy is uh, the guy is just. I mean. He's he's incredible. So his his role is going to be even bigger this year. They're going to rely on him more. They're going to be more competitive. They 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 open against the Chiefs. So the NFL as a whole is high on the Detroit Lions this year. Really? They have one of the they have one of the best offensive lines in the league now. Yeah, I'm gonna go homer pick here. So you got to kind of read between the lines. The NFL is projecting a lot of uh, shootouts and high-profile games from the Lions, and it's just it's going to be a lot of negative game script for the for the Raiders too. But the quarterback play there is subpar at best. And Hawkinson's way. And the offensive line is bad. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, hmm. that's right, Ryan. No, I dig it, man. I dig it. I love to have these these player debates. It's all speculation right now. Yeah. Bosquan, what do you what do you think? Think Justin Fields is going to be a top ten quarterback this year, Ryan? It's uh, it's man. I don't know about this. Um, you took him as QB six. So I you know. Say yes. I know, but <laughs> I, I, you know when I think about it, he's so squirrely. Like I'm just like, he's got. A, he has a lot. He's a very good athlete. I don't know if he has. If he's if he's well enough put together to be able to spread his athleticism across the field and be able to make opportunities for himself by using his teammates. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. 
is he going to be able to utilize what he has around him so that he can use his skills to, to make, you know, significant strides or he's got to, he's got to take a step forward in the passing department. Yeah. I mean, he uses his feet a lot and stuff like that, which is great. As I said, he's a very good athlete, but yeah, is it going to, he's not the passer that I'm used to, to watching for sure. So let's see. So the Raiders offensive line is ranked 19th out of 32 by pro football focus. That's down nine spots. Uh, that's down nine spots. Mm. And according to them, the group overachieved last season. And it's tough to see it projecting far above average on paper. And then if you look at the Bears, they are actually at 21. They've invested some rookie capital. Uh, and and person they, they've shuffled some guys around. They'll be making changes to four-fifths of their starting offensive line this year. Uh, this is this is big because this is a big reason of why Justin Fields scrambles so damn much. He got sacked a lot in his rookie year and didn't do great. The Bills at number 22 is why I don't take Josh Allen number one overall. They're also going to be running heavier packages this year. They want to be become more of a run-balanced team, power running game. That's why they picked up Damian Harris. Um, I see I see a lot of negative game scripts there for the Bills as well because their defense did get a little bit worse on paper. But it's interesting to see how Pierce does, man. Hey, there's your guy, DJ Moore. At this point, what, 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 what pick are we at? I need to go. 71. Just go ahead and get my guy, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Probably, probably one of my favorite running backs uh, values this year, man. J.K. Dobbins. So you talk about Najee Harris yeah. being so inefficient as a mm. first-round draft pick. I mean, the guy is basically like, you know, Joe Mixon on the, on the Steelers, but younger. When you kind of look at their profiles and everything, yeah. uh, big dudes, you know, big dudes like thick, you know, so just over six foot, like 232, big guys, uh, solid okay. draft capital. Go grab this little pooch. Hold on. I'm going to put on auto for just a second. Let's see how all I'm right. Gonna, all right. Grab the pooch. Back in time here. Okay. Right back, folks. Let's see what we got here. I love the odds on the on the Dolphins winning the division. That was sick. I actually think that Dobbins could be much better in PPR this year with Ted Monken as their offensive coordinator. Right him back. Turn mm. up my autopilot here. DeAndre Hopkins is likely going to the Patriots. Alexander is he going to go to pass? Could get there by volume. Let's go Madison because I got cousins. Um, say what, Ryan? Said, is he is he playing? Is he supposed to go to? Uh... Yeah, I think I think they're the front runner. 
I think they're the front runner uh, right now. It's it's either the Titans or the Patriots. I I can't see him going to the Titans. I I I think the Patriots have the lead in the clubhouse right now, so to speak, with DeAndre Hopkins. I think it makes a lot of sense too with Bill O'Brien, their offensive coordinator. So he get paired back up with his um, his head coach for the Texans, where he put up his best seasons of his careers, right? And you always have the chance of the Patriots actually being contenders and him making a big impact there on a, on a big team. So I think it for a lot of reasons, it makes a lot of sense. And that's why I'm buying Mac Jones rookie cards right now. Um, yeah. One of the big reasons. And I think he'll be an easy flip once DeAndre Hopkins signs. You can flip him heading into the season. There's no, nothing like adding a, <clears throat> a good receiver like that and really, you know, unlocking some potential with the quarterback. Yeah. So, so going back to um, Najee, like I think he'll get there by volume, right? I, I, it's it's gonna. He's not. He's not been great in terms of efficiency. Now, when you compare him to a guy like Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, so Bushleaguer said J.K. Dobbins not good in PPR format, like a full point per reception because he doesn't get uh, receptions. But the Ravens have a new offensive coordinator this year in Todd Munkin, and. When you go back and look at the look at the uh, look at the Georgia offense that Todd Munkin ran, and then before that he uh, called plays for the Cleveland Browns. And if you go back to Nick Chubb's second year in the league, he had thirty six. This he had a career high in receptions, two hundred and seventy eight receiving yards. So. It comes down to Ted Munkin running this offense for Baltimore. It's going to be way more creative. J.K. Dobbins is going to be on the field more because he is their best running back playmaker. So it's wheels up for J.K. Dobbins this year in terms of rushing, in terms of receptions. I mean, this guy has been one of the most efficient running backs in the league, and now he's fully healthy. It's time for him to absolutely smash this year in this offensive system. He was hurt real bad in his rookie season, right? Uh, it was his. It was training camp. It was preseason, um, second twenty twenty one. Bush Langer said, "Just to be clear, he loves Dom. Uh Like Hopkins too, man. So Hopkins, wherever he goes, is going to be an alpha. And Steva, he's going to be an alpha." And it was it was interesting that Hopkins balled out when he came back after the suspension last year, but it, it he's not getting a he's getting a ton of respect. Let's put it this way: he's not generating a ton of separation. Like he doesn't have the burst and the explosiveness that he had in his earlier years, but he's still got the and crazy catch radius, the crazy ability to win contested catches. And then because of how good he was in his earlier years, Ryan, defenders are giving him the largest average cushion. They're giving him the largest cushion, the most space in the league. That's how much respect he's getting from defensive backs. So if he gets that, I mean, wherever he goes, he's going to be an alpha. Like he got a ton of time. He immediately stepped back in and was like, you know, he never, never stopped playing, never went anywhere. Man, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, feel, I feel discombobulated. I've never done a draft this early in the season. 
I was still trying to catch up on all the news like that. Like, what's going on here? Who's what? It's funny. I've been doing drafts since the Super Bowl ended. So yeah, I know. Like, I've been watching you. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stack Jordan Addison, the new wide receiver two, with Mr. Kirk Cousins. But bam. Now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this play right here. Bink on the way back, unless I get sniped. If I get sniped, then we're gonna maybe pivot and I'll just pick up Swift. I'll even I'll even take a uh your guy Desmond Ritter's still out there. Yep. You, uh, wow! How unhype you are on on him. Ninth round, man. Oh, so this is what I was gonna tell you earlier. Oh wow, I got my pick of the litter here. It's hard for me to pass up on a stack opportunity with Mahomes, and the upside is it's legit. It's legit for Kadarius Tony this year. So I can't. I can't. I can't deny that. You know. Can't deny that. I got to go with the stack opportunity there with Tony. Um, but I was going to say is the Falcons have the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. I don't, I don't know if you realize that. I have not seen. I, I think I heard this recently, but uh, would, oh, dang it. Where am I at here? Oh, it's getting tight, yo. <laughs> Uh, oh, none. Oh, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's getting tight right now. I haven't done any study on this. Yeah, I, I heard you say this before, and um, they need it. Yeah. <laughs> so, give me okay. So, so hear me out, right? They've got the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. They've got the number seven ranked offensive line in the league. That's big, man. That's big. You've got a top 10 offensive line. You just spent a top eight pick on the best running back prospect to come out since, arguably since Adrian Peterson. And yeah. now you guys have the easiest schedule, a top 10 offensive line. You also have a, a, a one of the top tight ends in the league in Kyle Pitts. You have one of the top wide receivers in the league in Drake London, both super young. Hopefully Kyle Pitts should be 100% healthy. And then you combine the fact that your defense is actually legit, could be highly underrated. Yeah, the defense they've been that, focusing uh, on a lot. I know that. Yeah. I've been watching the build on that all, all offseason. Uh, the, the the defense could be absolutely legit when you look at adding Jesse Bates at mm -hmm. free safety, who was a stud for Cincinnati Bengals. They couldn't afford to keep him. Like, they would have kept him. They just couldn't afford to pay him and pay um, and pay uh, T, uh, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, everybody else, right? So um, he's actually ranked 24th out of 88 in safeties. A.J. Terrell is you know top uh top half of the league in terms of uh defensive back on the outside you have a very good linebacker in um caden ellis 
I mean, they've been they're, they're one of the biggest things that uh, Smith was wanting to do was to change the image of the defense because they've always been seen as a soft defense. Yeah. Calais Campbell, a top interior defensive lineman in the league, you know, top 15. And then you got Grady Jarrett. I mean, you got you guys have a serious potential on defense with the easiest schedule and this loaded offense now. So even if Ritter is just decent, I think you guys could make a run at the division, a very soft, weak division in the NFC South. So you guys can make a run at it. I would be excited if I was a Falcons fan this uh, this year. And, um, I mean, from that, that's what I was saying. Like, from that thought alone, I may want to buy a Desmond Ritter rookie card. Look at you. That. Look at this guy. After all the poo-pooing I heard. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> dude, I've been poo-pooing him all offseason. Yeah, I've been poo-pooing I, him. I still don't think he's going to be good, but I think he may be okay enough to get the Falcons to the playoffs with this schedule and everything else they got going on. Because we know Arthur Smith's a very creative run play caller. I've, and he's going to scheme Bijan Robinson like crazy. But I've, that should – yeah. I've got, it's, having Arthur Smith as a coach has been very – it's been – I've really dug the way he's done things. Like I was like, yeah, that's – it's been really cool to see what, what he's doing over there. I like his demeanor and how he carries himself. Um, it kind of went somewhere a little bit different. They always try to go for, I don't know. I, 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 they, they think the coaches are always these uh, well-put-together, well-looking dress coaches or whatever, and they kind of went after someone like, this guy's just a dog. Like He's just going to go there and he ain't worried about like, poo-poo frills or anything like that. He's going to go there and just really try to get that dog mentality out of everyone. He said, I hope that's wow. what he's doing. Because the, the defense is – I'd love to see the defense get, like, get some stank on them. Hey, dog. Don't do that. That's he become dog food. <laughs> I got a new pooch over here. It's trying to tear things up. Um, you want to see some some stuff that I pulled for Ritter? I pulled this out of Limited. Let's see. I pulled this out of Limited. Oh, nice. Are you are you uh, are you hedging any of your Ritter with Taylor Heineke? Or you probably I've pulled got, all those Ritters out of packs, right? So it's like not a big deal, huh? Yeah, I pulled them out of the pack. Yeah, I bought this was there was one pack of limited left that had been sitting on the shelf for like for a few months, and I was like, hey, they're like a hundred bucks a pack, and I was like, you want to just get rid of that pack? And so they made me like a really, really. I think he sold to me for like forty bucks or something like that, and that happened to be in it, so it was cool. Like just three colors in there. It's one of 50, 49. Uh, there's the optic one. Who's that? Is that you? Yeah, I'm up. I'm uh, kind of like this. 
going to take Derek's guy there in Buffalo, Damian Harris. I just, oh, I man, I feel very bullish about him putting up double digits. I just got a, I, I got a gut feeling, man, he's going to go back to that 2021 Patriots season with the Bills having a heavier offense, like a lot more 12 and 13 personnel, heavier packages. Like trying to deploy a more run-heavy game, and I think you can kind of read the tea leaves there, especially with how Stefan Diggs is disgruntled. I think that's all part all part of why he's disgruntled because he knows that his target share is going to go down uh, a little bit, like his total number of targets. Stop. And he's just all he's just overall salty that he hasn't gotten a ring yet. Uh, but I, I I really like. Damian Harris this year at value. Go, go. <laughs> did you, uh, did you, did you draft? You get your guy? Is that what you're going for, James? Yeah, get, yeah. Okay, I see. You got James Cook too. So you got the other, you got the other head of the running back monster there in Buffalo. I see you got your guy George Pickens, your your redemption buddy. Yeah, <laughs> redemption, buddy. Yeah, got George Pickens in the ninth, got Pacheco in the eighth. Okay, got Kyle Pitts in the seventh. There you go. He got a little uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I had to get some homework picks up in there, you know. Drake London, where's um, where's the Ritter? Oh, he's already gone. He went at 109. Yeah, can't go over Homer. Check this one out. I pulled this one. Oh, that's a nice. That's are you gonna keep that one? So I haven't decided ride yet. That, was, ride that one. I've been. Um, that's a. It's a one of fifteen. Um, this is just a normal like whatever. And this is a co obsidian. It's not. It's a Vic, but I don't know what you can. I gotta get my. He says that's a Mike Vic. Yeah, it's a Mike Vic. Yeah. Someone gifted this. I like obsidian. Yeah. Man, why can't they put some more colors in that patch? Like, geez, I don't even care if it's Mike Vick's uh, jersey, which I doubt it is. So it's like, dude, Panini. Yeah, yeah. Find, find some better patches because we know that you're not putting <laughs> the right players' patches in the cards anyway. So just cut out the good parts of the patch and throw the rest away. Seriously. Yeah, put like, the put shield the on there or whatever it is. Yeah, put the plain color patches in in the uh, the base like Donruss uh, jersey cards and stuff like that. Like, you know, th there's all kinds of sets that they have that have like really base jersey patch, non-serial number. Put all the base color stuff in that. But like, you get a nice obsidian card or something. Like, why ruin it with this big old plain napkin patch? I mean, put some color in that thing. So, where's your uh, what bucks you going after here? Oh yeah, well, I am. Um, I'm fantasy fantasy agnostic. Uh, I don't have a. I I I think like the first uh, first couple of years I played fantasy, I always had to have some Buccaneers, and sometimes I still do. Like I still find myself Evans. not really reaching on Mike Evans or or Chris Godwin or or even Rashad White, which. I know the efficiency concerns are there with Rashad White too. So, uh, but 
I, I mean, I will get them at value, but I'm a realist and I'm fantasy agnostic. So it's like, I'm all about optimizing my fantasy roster and getting players at value and, and, uh, trying to win money. And my Buccaneer players, uh, don't always fit into that, fit into that mold. (laughs) If you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. Um, Yeah, Derek said it right. Homer picks will Homer picks will kill you. Yeah, they can certainly kill you. I've I've been there before. That's why, like, I don't go out of my way to pick any of my guys. I almost feel somewhat. Uh, yeah, I just don't feel good about it at all, especially yeah, this year. You know, like, get some way. Yeah, this. Yeah, y'all are y'all are gonna. So, I mean, this is, I gotta like, see it to believe it. I gotta see Baker Mayfield's career resurrect with Dave Canales to believe it, man. I'm gonna Mayfield, man. Make I them prove it. Oh, that was a great pick by Alex Savvy, Devin Aching there, at 141. Nice pick. Yes, it is. I got something here to open, so let's open something. Let's see if we let's see if anything comes out. Kind of, I'll I'll take a flyer here on Kincaid. Yes. Who'd you go with? Dalton Kincaid, the first round draft pick from the Bills this year. I just don't. They don't even know how they're going to use him yet. Like, I and he's not a great run blocker. He, he doesn't profile as a very good run blocker like Darnell Washington or something or Michael Mayer. So I don't know how they're going to use him. Like he's he's very much a receiving tight end. And they, they paid Dalton Knox all this money. So I don't know if Dalton Kincaid's going to be like on a red shirt deal. He could be a very underwhelming rookie tight end. Or he could be solid, like he could be Dalton Schultz from two years ago. Oh, look at that. So, hmm. Got a little handcuff action there. Uh, Waiting at Taysom Hill, that dude. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's uh, got spike week potential. I think he's good for best ball. He's so, uh, he just, he irks me. He irks you? Irks me, yeah. I just, oh, because of annoying. being in he's the a, division? He's annoying to, he just annoys me. <laughs> Kids, then he's like, just, just like, ah, just like, like I'll see him playing and I'm like, y'all know he's going to run this ball. Just please, just, just blast him. Knock that silly grin off his face. <laughs> You know what he's gonna yeah, he's do. Stout, he's gonna, man. He's a big old boy, I tell you. He's got the he's definitely got that corn fed situation going on. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he, he is a big old boy. And they're they've got him. I mean, he's a he's a gadget player, man. They've got him lined up all over the field. He's I mean, he definitely utilizing. Yeah, I mean, the offense isn't very creative, so you can kind of see whenever he's coming. You know, you, you, yeah, when he goes out there, that's the thing. The ball. Their, de- their defense can't be, like, that 
I mean, their 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 offensive line can't be that good to, to where they he can make all those. It's like just 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 get in on him. Like, I mean, I mean, he's almost as thick as an offensive lineman. He's a big old dude. Yeah, I get it. No, the Saints' offensive line is bad. They're number twenty-four out of thirty-two. I keep hearing all this stuff that uh, I guess that Brady's a partial owner of the, of the Raiders. <laughs> That's right. My yeah. You're like, oh, is he going to come out out and play for him? Um. That's a possibility. So Don't rule yeah. it out. He would have to. He would have to give up his his spot, though, right? I don't know. I think Steve kind of looked into it, and I think a couple guys kind of looked into it. I don't think there was anything illegal about him playing as a minority owner. Uh, but I don't know all the details. I'm pretty sure that's what Steve told me, though. Somebody told me that. That I trust. He's got to be so bummed that he didn't make it to the 49ers. (laughs) If that's where he wanted to go. I don't know, though, because Kyle Shanahan likes to control the offense so much. And he would have not he would not have let Tom Brady throw the ball 700 times like he did the last couple of years in Tampa, where he literally, you know, ran the offense more or less. So. Well, I just I think mean, because that was his, like his favorite home, you know, growing up, that was his, where his his heart was. Yeah, at. but I think I think Tom Brady wants the freedom to kind of run the offense, and he definitely wants to throw it. He wants to throw it. He wants to throw it all the time, and just let everything funnel through him. He's the goat. Why not? Right. So you know, he threw it seven hundred and thirty-three times last year. Uh, what's the average pass that what is it what is it uh round five something well that was number one in the league um the average pass attempts yeah it's it's probably around 570 or something five five fifty to six hundred i need to go see a question probably around 550 i need to go see a, a game with uh in uh in, in uh, with the Falcons and the Saints, except just, just nervous to go over there and play them because a they always get tore up sometimes when they're over there in the old Aintville. Was Skylar Thompson? I think we you have, guys will beat the Saints this year. I think this year we'll, we'll probably we'll get play. two interceptions on Derek Carr. But, but I mean, it don't matter. The only thing it could be, the only reason I say is because of Carr. But man, whenever we play the same, it don't matter. It's like they equal each other out, and it's like it's very, it's it's always tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Who is y'all's biggest rival? It's always it's been the Saints as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, we've always some some reason like even when Brady was here, we lost like you know twice that in twenty twenty one. Or twice in 2020 to the Saints, but then beat them in the playoffs. So it was, uh, you know, that was always strange. And, and we did really well. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, Panthers are a big rival as well. 
Yeah, but they're just so up and down that it's hard to like. Yeah, you guys have been a big rival as well. But I mean, going back to like 2016, you used, uh, when Matt Ryan was kind of in his prime, man, you guys used to just wax us. And that was like, you know, early uh, Jameis Winston years. We were just terrible. And he was just so erratic. And uh, you guys would just destroy us. Like, I mean, just blow us out. I remember. I never. I was never nervous playing the uh, the, the Bucks. <laughs> I never was like, oh, man. My, I start clenching my butt cheeks when it's St. But yeah, I feel like that's that was the same way with us and the and the Saints as well. Saints are always made me way more nervous. Donald, uh, do you go to do you go to games out there in uh, in Tampa? Oh shoot! Oh, I had a guy start up, baby. Let's go! I got Chad's guy, Rasheed Rice. I just realized it was my pick, and I didn't even. That's the Please. beauty of having somebody start up. I am gonna go. I am gonna take the kids to a game this year because the tickets are so cheap, man. It's the oh. beauty the the beauty of having a bad team, and and nobody really noteworthy, like especially at quarterback. I mean, that's that's the big thing, right? Face of the franchise. So um, when Brady was in, when Brady played for Tampa, the tickets were literally five hundred dollars a game for for and, like, uh, for the entry level. It was like three fifty for like scalp a uh, nosebleed ticket. Damn. And now I can get a ticket for thirty five. I can yeah. get a nosebleed it's for thirty five. Like I can I can take both of my kids to the game for a hundred bucks. Like all three of us. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just crazy different this year. So it's like it kind of nice in that regard. Like I. Chances are we may not win, but hey, kids, at least you get to go to finally get to go to a football game. You know, like yeah. I thought Brady was just way too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, uh, here in Houston, it's like last year you couldn't you couldn't give your tickets away. The the, the, the stadium was empty all the time, and uh, and it was just like you know no one no one really no one cared to go. It, there wasn't even that much traffic on Sundays around, which is crazy. Uh, but this year, I mean, as soon as they had their draft picks the the ticket prices went from zero to you know i don't even know what they are right now they just they they jumped up astronomically quickly they got two of the first you know first they got two picks in the first round so it was like there's a lot of hype going on right now everyone's chomping at the bit currently yeah i bet man Everybody wants to see Bijan too. I mean, I'm pumped, dude. I can't wait. Can't yeah, wait so I don't watch much much uh, uh, college, and I don't know much about Bijan except for the hype that came out from the draft. You know, so that's one of the things I try to to spend time look watching college and getting getting to know college players, and for mainly for for fantasy football and stuff like that, but. Just haven't. It's so it it changes so often, and it's there's a lot to keep up with in college. Sure. Yeah. No, there is. I'm not. I'm not great about it. Um, I've I've watched it a lot more in the past few years. Uh, I do find it very interesting, especially when there's um like SEC games on, because I like to watch 
like colleges that actually have good defenses uh, and, and see how the, you know, the offensive players play against the good defenses, you know, do you use Especially a, anytime uh, Alabama or LSU is playing and stuff like that? I like to watch them. Uh, do you use a, um, like a, I don't know, say it's like a, like a platform or, or a, I used to use these guys called football, football guys, I think it's called. For when I did my fantasy drafts, you kind of go there and tweak how you kind of want to do things and set it up before your drafts. And that way, as it's going through, they uses the your different um, stats or things that you're the way you kind of want to build your team. It'll kind of help you pick during the draft. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, man. Who you, who Those things using? help out a lot. I use PlayerProfiler.com for all that uh, player analytics, team analytics, team insights. Uh, they have a they have a sick draft kit, dude. They have a really sick draft kit where you can literally go uh, go through their like as you're going through the draft, you can literally check guys off, and it's got all the analysis and projections right there. I mean, they've got some of the most accurate projections in the league uh, or like in the space. What's so, the name again? Playerprofiler.com. Player profile. Yeah. It I I can't recommend them highly enough, you know. Well, I was using They do an incredible job. And um football guys are they're, they're good. The the for a few years. They've been around for a long time. Yeah, a few years back, I used them, and I—I I think I won four league. My the four leagues I was in in one year, all all four, and I've always won like a a a. Uh, I usually run. I usually play in about four leagues per year. I've done five, I think, but I'd always win one or two. And like I said, I've done four, and I think I've done three. But um, the past few years, they've been really, really bad. <laughs> And so I'm like this year. I said last year was last, and I got to find a new, a new, a new get up. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. You'll love the. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I listen to all these guys. I listen to the Four for Four podcast, the Player Profiler podcast, the Football Guys. I like Sigmund Bloom, and uh, the other guy over there. I like their podcast as well. I, I like to listen to podcasts pretty much all day long when I'm at work. If yep. I'm not on the phone or recording a video or doing something. Yeah. Uh, or even like if I'm just like, uh, you know, doing research on eBay and stuff, I've like always got a podcast going, man. That's how I learn. That's how I soak up so much information. I always stay uh, up to date on NFL analysis, fantasy football analysis. Yep, same thing. I'm always on stuff all the time. My wife runs around. She's like, how can you just listen to it all day? It's just so boring. I'm like, <laughs> I love what? it, man. Yeah, I'm like, I got to know what's going on, though. If I don't know, I'm not in the know. Prayer profile. Yep, yeah, right here. I'll see if they have an app or anything like that, because I definitely. Uh, yeah, they do have an app. They have a mobile-friendly website. 
they also they do have an app. I don't know yeah. if their app is just for Dynasty or if it's for. Um, I have their app. It's called the Dynasty Dominator. I don't know. I think it, that that is just for Dynasty, Dynasty leagues. Um, yeah, which I I'm I'm in quite a few of those now. Yeah, I have just I have like four leagues that I've been in for like there's one I've been in for like 20 years. Have you done a um a vampire league? A vampire league? What the yes. hell is that? <laughs> I haven't done one yet. I heard about it recently. But basically everyone chooses the number. The last guy that chooses though, let me think if I remember it correctly. The last, the last guy that chooses ends up becoming the vamp. They gets the last pick, becomes the vampire, and so everyone. Let me think first. I think every basically everyone picks, but but you, and then you have to pick your team from what's left. Um, let me think if that's correct. I think you have to pick your team from what's left. Um, then throughout the year, if you if you uh, as you're playing and if you win, oh, I'm gonna try to do your little. Let's see how this. What's up with Trask over here? <laughs> In the big Trask. Kyle Trask. Well, he's not starting, most likely. Oh, he looks terrible, man. He's a bust. That's a. Well, I'm also going. This guy's following me all around cards all around the world, so I'm just going to pick him. Oh, well, damn it! I didn't get it. Oh, I did get him. Um, yeah, so, man, I like some Pierre Strong. I got tons of his rookie cards. If you want any, <laughs> get be ready, man. Be ready on those. I have with how fragile the running back position is. If the Patriots don't bring anybody else in, he's already going to get time. I have so many. I have, I have like four or five autos of his. Oh, dude, he's he's a uh, smash uh, sleeper play right now. If the Patriots don't bring anybody else in, he'll immediately get hype just from that uh, because he'll be the he'll be the second string running back and he'll get playing time behind Ramadre. Well, did you mess my wheel up here? My dog like messed up my light. Um. But the Vampire League, speaking of darkness. So the last player, I don't know what happened to my light. Hold on, so I get my light on. Here. <laughs> it's like dark here. So in the Vampire League, the last, the last guy that gets that's on the that's on the uh, that that picks, he he doesn't pick until everyone else is picked. Then he picks from what's left. Each week, you he plays you. And if he beats you, he gets to take someone off of your team if he beats you that week. Um, Interesting. And, and he you tr he trades you whatever player he wants. He picks any player he wants from your team. Um, something along the line. I can't remember all the – I haven't I haven't actually played one all the way through. I was hearing about it from a buddy of mine, and I was like, man, i got to try something like that out. That's wild, man. I've not, I've never heard of that before. So you pull it up. It's actually, let's see, vampire, uh, vampire fans for totally see a guy here that says says grown up significantly years of an idea. Vampire leaves no idea what to do. 
So Vampire League is a unique setup for ideally for 12 people. You do a few if you want, but therefore it works. It says, once you draft, when you, uh, when you do your draft randomizer, the person who ends up with number 12, the spot is the vampire. He does not take a place in the draft. Instead, the others 11 players fill their rosters. Once the draft is finished, the waiver wire and free agency is closed. Only the vampire will have access to the rest of the player pool. Vampire will then be able to build their team from the rest of the player pool. They start a significant disadvantage. However, as more injuries become begin to occur, the vampire can start to build a more competitive roster. Um, the vampire is allowed to control the, the schedule of who they play. Vampire is, is allowed to control the schedule of who they play. <clears throat> oh, I got to go here in a second. Let's see where I'm at here. Let's just click on auto pick here now. See what, my, what, what, the, what the hitman's been up to here. Herbert, Prescott, Waddle, Smith. This guy, I've been following him all over the place. He's been following me too. Tioc, Ayuk, Sanders. He loves the value on Sanders. Can I play an opponent for more than twice in the regular season? Also, between weeks four and 14, Vanberg can only play each team once so they don't get an advantage due to buys this is also true for the players we can steal a player from the opponent roster if they win and, and swap with someone from their starting lineup the be the best rule you can use for this is that if a team isn't the vampire can lose anyone can so best rule you can use for this is that the team that isn't the vampire can lose anyone from the roster if they lose however the empire has to send a player in the same position yeah so basically they just don't pick and then you have to try to come back from behind by stealing people's players from other 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 uh people on your on your in your league it's crazy something different i want to do a uh <laughs> a card um a packed card uh league I was trying to think it through, and I think there are some out there, but where you basically you bring a pack of cards, or you bring like like some like some packs with you. you have to have so many for each thing, and then you open the pack, and you would have to pick from someone from your pack. Interesting. I was trying to make rules for it. I've never got to fill it, finish it all out, but just to kind of make it crazy. I would like to do one crazy league if, if I could. Like I need more stress already as it is. Doing four <laughs> leagues, two kids under three, it's a nightmare. Yeah, man. It's funny. How, it's funny how my uh, my winning my winning average dropped significantly when I started having kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, man. It's hard. This is it is it is hard. Uh Bush Leaguers, I love you, man, but I I just I cannot do another one. I wish I could, honestly. But like Ryan, I've got uh I've got kids and I've got work tomorrow. Same. Uh, although I work at home, so it's you know, it's not like I've got to get up super early and go anywhere, but the kids still, the kids wake up at daylight, you know, six 30. 
They're on their face. Yes, they're they yeah they're they're on that uh, they're on that biological clock, man. With the with the daylight, it's crazy, dude. It is it is crazy. You can't and you can't sleep through a four year old boy's jumping on your face. Uh, yeah, it's either jumping on my face or he'll he'll be screaming from his room. Not like screaming, but he'll be hollering for me. You know. Yeah. I understand, believe me. But hey, I would like to do like uh, this was kind of sprung, but I like when I have a little time to kind of prepare, get you and the hitman and, and uh, maybe some of the, a couple other guys from the chat or whatever, and jump on and do a live. Want to be that'd be a blast, man. Yeah, totally, totally, dude. We'll we'll do it. Oh yeah, we're gonna be doing them all summer long. Mm. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably hop on again. Like maybe, definitely Thursday night, maybe Wednesday night if this thing's not full. Uh Lagers, <laughs> he's so funny, dude. What he's saying? Uh, I've been I've been watching. He says that. his kids are his kids are all raised and out of the house, and now he sits around naked in his fantasy <laughs> and watches wrestling. This slap thing has gotten crazy, huh? What is it? Slap the slap. Oh, the slap in the face competition? Yeah. I saw something about that on Twitter. I thought I was like, what the what the hell is this? This is crazy. Give it to Dana White, man. He starts he got he started doing the slap in the face thing and now it's it's like, like uh the next version of arm wrestling, like the arm wrestling yeah. world champions, but now Basically. they're you know. Basically, yeah. I think it's brilliant. And you know, ever since the Will Smith Chris Rock incident, you know. With the five fingers, arm wrestling in your face, famous. smack me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm gonna have to watch it now. Like, I just saw a clip, like a meme or like a gif on Twitter, and about slap, slap fighting or slap boxing or whatever it was called. And uh, now I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch it. I, I get the little the little tidbits on the old uh, on the what is it, that uh, zinc zinc uh, what is it? What's the popular one now? I'm so old, dude. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's what you were thinking of? You trip, bro. I get some of those. Boss, old, like, Bosquan says, uh, "Should he be worried? He's only 20. He's got no kids now." He wants three, but his girlfriend only wants one. Yeah, start start out with one. That's well, that's what I did, obviously. Well, hopefully you start out with one. You might get triplets, bro. Can you imagine that? Oh, dude, don't put that on. But don't put that on him. Bush leaguers, man, that's messed up. I would say, I mean, you know, have as many as you feel comfortable with but you know hopefully you start with one and and you see how much time and attention that requires you know they're 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 a lot of work man we had one i never planned to have children uh i never planned to really get married and they got married when i was about 40 and then now i'm 46 and i have two kids and i never planned on it you man yeah i never planned on it but uh I, I do. I, I love being a pops. It's 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 equally as rewarding as it is difficult. It's more rewarding than it is difficult, actually. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's fun. They're, it they're is fun. very, it is very rewarding. It's like getting to relive your childhood through through your kids. What do you uh, think of this uh, baby Gronk situation? Oh my god, dude! That guy, that kid's dad is just that dude's gonna be. He's gonna kill his dad. Oh man, <laughs> terrible! He's such a goof. I saw some of the interviews that they did, and I'm like. This guy cannot take himself that he can't take himself seriously as, as he's taking himself. Yeah, it's just man, it's, I don't know, man. Kind of feel bad for the kid, man. Absolutely. The kid looks miserable. Yeah, I feel bad for the kid. He looks absolutely miserable. Yeah, I, I had my first kid at 30. So I, yeah, definitely think. You do get get yourself figured out first, right? And get all that crazy young adrenaline out of your system so you can kind of I was be a musician. So I play I was a musician for twenty years, so I got like that's why I kind of was like late and do with doing everything because I was having fun and playing playing around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because I see my my neighbors uh, um that live across the street from me, they've got kids that are growing up that are almost out of high school and they're the same age as my wife and I. And yeah, it's wild. Like, wow. huh? you know, yeah. 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 You know, it's cause their kids are all grown up teenagers and don't really don't require that same level of attention or, you know, handholding and, and, and everything. Uh, the time and energy, not just from a physical standpoint, but the mental energy. Cause you know, four or five year old kids, man, they ask a million and one questions about everything. So you got to teach them about everything, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine doing that at 20 years old. I would oh, just, okay. We've not had the, I would have the mind, the patience, the patience. Yeah, I would have, I would have yeah. it would have been like, you know, probably would have been mostly ended up being raised by my, you know, by my parents or something, you know? <laughs> I hate to say it, but take these man, kids, man. I can't deal with. I, I would have. I would not have. I don't think I would have been a good parent at all. When uh, you know, I would have been very. I would have been very like uh, kind of like. Uh, I would have been d uh, upset or not upset, but I kind of like looked at him in a way because they could maybe have taken the time that I was that I was using for the band and stuff like that, and not been able to do all that. It's just because of being young and selfish and whatnot. But now that I got that all out of my system, like you said, um, it's it's all works out good. I'm cool. Yes, sir. We we've right. uh, we've lost most of our viewers. Uh, no, I appreciate you guys. Uh, this guy says I'd rather sit around that. naked and hang out with my internet buddies doing fantasy drafts than changing shitty diapers at three in the morning. <laughs> Does that mean you're naked uh, right now while you're watching this? Oh, dude, that's weird. Bush leaguers, yeah, he's always naked. <laughs> Bush leaguers is always. This is why he doesn't have a picture uh, for his <laughs> for his little profile icon. That's hilarious. So I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. I, Ryan had a great show. Uh, serious. Yep. Get, get let's get serious about listing some cards. And we have, uh, and I, I, I didn't even like. We'll have to focus on that next time. We, we got Chad's update. He did really good, but well, uh, I'm yeah. gonna, uh, 
I'm definitely, I'm going to see, I'm going to see how much, uh, if, even if I don't get a hundred, I'm going to see how much I can beat you by. That's my goal. I think you'd be easy uh, race though. <laughs> Derek's naked too. He's just got his chains on. Nice. He's got, nice. He's got his gold chains on and no shirt, no pants, just completely naked. That's how he rolls. Sometimes, I, sometimes I'll do my other show with, with no pants on, but yeah. Don't knock it till you do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> you guys have no clue. I don't have any pants on right now. I do. No I do all my pants. shows without pants. Hey, that's, that's how you stay fresh. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those ventilated seats, so that's nice. fan down there. Getting a swamp ass in the, in the chair. All right, you guys go stream another draft through the Discord. Do it, Steve. I know Steve said he was up till two a.m. last night with Derek doing drafts. Go, go stream through the Discord. I know if you're not in there, Bush Leaguers, you, you got to get go over there. Start a draft for us. You want me to start a draft for you guys and then d dip out? Oh, count it down. Yeah, okay. Down. Well, I, I could do that. I could do that. Why do I feel like I'm getting suckered into another draft right now? <laughs> You're on your own if you do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to count it down. But I'm serious. I'm signing off after this. Yeah. Just don't enter. Oh, he just told me. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would not be good. Then I'd have to auto draft. Just count it down for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys going Chihuahua Superflex? All right. All right. I'm going to count it down for you guys. You ready? You ready? Five. Wait. Wait. Four, Bush here's asking what room? Three. Two. One. Enter. Go, 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 go. <laughs> pump, pump, pump. All right, guys. Shout out again to underdogfantasy.com. Check it out. Promo code Quest. Get that 100% instant deposit bonus. Help out the Quest channel. It's, uh, you know, it's easy, easy. Uh, take advantage of that easy deposit bonus. But it is free to subscribe. It is free to smash that like button and share it with a friend. And comment on the video. Let us know what you yeah. guys are getting into right now in the market. And we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Later, guys. Peace.